When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roleplay Retcon does not own any parts of the movies we retcon, nor we associate in any way with the artists who make them. Also, while we're not the rowdiest bunch, we are adults goofing off, so we might say some things some people might not want their kids to hear. This series features music by me, you. Check him out on thedarkpiano.com. We are back. We are back and in black. Back and ready so to play weird. some dungeons and or dragons. Hopefully both. Maybe maybe we'll get to both. This is eventually. not how we start our episodes. What are you guys doing? What? What are you doing? What are you doing? What, what are you doing, Ben? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm just doing what I normally do, so I mean like I'm I'm trying to get the episode going, if you please. <laughs> so i had a few things to go over before we uh we jump in okay. uh i want to talk about house rules no good D game is is official and complete without house rules like okay. how when you get so i've got a couple like of them you get money on free parking in monopoly no exactly i'm gonna, I'm exactly. gonna reference monopoly in every single episode of this by the way no why do well, i've already done it twice so everyone hates monopoly <sighs> all right, so I've got a few house rules I wanted to go over with. Uh, see if you guys were all right with it, and if you're not, uh, tough. <laughs> you're the, the boss. The first, the, boss. the first is a, is a pretty common one. It's called the critical damage rule. Now, in Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, what would happen when you would roll a natural twenty is you would crit. Now, usually, what that means is you would roll your damage dice twice. And then you add your modifier, and that's what you've got. Um, it can be really good. You can get, like, an 8 and an 8, plus, you know, whatever, and be really nice. But it can also really suck. You could roll two ones and not feel critical at all. So, uh, we're going to go with the critical damage, which means when you roll a natural 20, you will roll your one weapon dice as usual, add the modifier, and then you will add the maximum dice amount for your weapon to that. So, uh, Jensi, you use a rapier, which I believe is a D8. A rapier? rapier. Yes, a rapier. It sounds so fancy when you say it like that. It's a rapier. (laughs) indeed a D8. It's a D8. So, we would roll that D8, and I think you add plus three to it. I do, indeed. So, that would be a five. I I rolled a five. So, we'd add the three. That'd be eight. And then we'd add another eight on top of that because that's the maximum weapon die i like that so i like that it makes it makes crits feel good in combat the next one i'm going to do is called the critical failures and now most people that hear this and do dungeons and dragons are going to hear that and be worried because there's a lot of 
There's a lot of bad things that go along with critical failures, but I like to do it fun. Uh, so when you or anyone, um, my, my bad guys included, rolls a natural one, I am going to ask the parties involved to give me a high or low. Then I'm going to roll a percentage die. So say, Jensi, you just rolled a natural one. Oh, no. Uh, you're, you're attacking, say, a bugbear. You roll a natural one. So I'm going to say, Jensi, roll higher, call higher low. Hi. So I'm going to roll the percentage die, and I'm going to give you a 50% chance. I just rolled a 75. So since Jensi called high, she's good, and nothing bad would happen to her character. Because it was higher than 50. That's right. But cool. if I had rolled lower than 50, I would have made something bad happen to you. Like you drop your rapier. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I think it, it adds a little bit of flavor to things. You didn't say it fancy then. Yeah, I can dig it. Forgive me. A rapier. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Like... At least five times in my lifetime, you have explained your high and low system, and I have yet to parse it, but also, it seems to work out, so, and I still don't get it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I mostly just make shit up on my own. It's on the fun. Side. The last thing I'm going to go over with is uh, something that an old DM friend of mine, uh, Adam Bradford, used to do in his games, and now I'm going to adopt it in my games. It's called set dressing. When we get into a new area or uh, a combat situation, I'm going to yell out set dressing, and then I'll go between all three of you. When I say set dressing, you get to use your imagination to think up something that is in this place. Kind of help me build the, the world a little bit. Like a nice tapestry? Yeah, like you could say a nice tapestry, uh, a, a table that has some strange bugling concoctions a on it. A fully nude uh, old man. Maybe... Maybe a fully nude old man. Just anything that you can imagine being in this scene. Oh my goodness. Now this I like. I love this idea. This is great. I love all of these. These are good house rules. Now I do have um, the final say whether that thing is actually in (laughs) the area or not. So if Ben says, I think there's a chest full of thermal detonators. No, I'm going to say no to that. (laughs) Can't imagine why. Sure. Yeah, just, you know, just for funsies. But yeah, those are my three uh, house rules that I've, I've come up with for this. Uh, is there anything you three would like to add to that? So um, one of the things that that I think is fine is the rule of cool. Are you open to the rule of cool? Explain the rule of cool to me and the people listening at home. So um, the way that I understand it is the rule of cool is, is that, you know, every, every like sparse once in a while, like one of us will come up with like something so cool that, you know, maybe our characters aren't like great at it, or maybe it's like a little out of the realm of like probability but it's it's so cool that you're like, yeah, that was the coolest thing I've ever heard. We're going to go with that. I mean, I th- I think I'm definitely down to that happening in the world. And especially D&D 5th Edition has something that takes care of that. And it's called Inspiration. 
Oh, perfect. If you do a good bit of uh, role-playing or you do something that I think is cool, uh, I can give you inspiration, which you can use at any time to give yourself advantage on a dice roll. So, but uh, yeah, I'm totally open to doing the rule of cool, but I'll just do that as a DM anyways. <coughs> All right. And with that, thank you. I think we're ready to get started. And to get started, I have a bit of an opening scene for you. The Empire of Izmir has long been a divided land, ruled by the mages, an elite group of magic users. The lowly commoners, those without magic, are little more than slaves. Izmir's young empress, Savina, wishes equality and prosperity for all, but the evil mage, Profian, has other intentions. The camera sweeps over the vibrant city of Sumdal, divided by a wide river the city is made up of tall towers, ornate bridges, and majestic palaces. It's almost enough to distract you from the impoverished slums and warrens that crowd around their bases. The camera follows one such tower located at the river and tracks down its length through the sewer grate to a dungeon underneath. Men in dark cloaks work at machines, turning gears and levers to achieve some dark machination. In the center of the room stands a gyroscope, spinning and whirling, and inside it stands a black scepter. One side bears a spiked handle, while the other holds a bright topaz gem. A tall, sinister-looking man dressed in crimson robes and a black mantle enters the room. Profian, the high wizard on the Council of Mages approaches the gyroscope and begins casting a dark spell. Majihamana! Kori tubi dubi dar! Kom tami! A dark lightning flashes from Profian's hands to strike the scepter. The gyroscope begins to spin faster as images of dragons start to whirl around the swirling globe. The energy reaches a crescendo before the spell winks out and the gyroscope comes to a full stop. Profian, lust building in his eyes, walks slowly toward the scepter. One last spark of lightning shoots forth as Profian rips the scepter from its cradle. He holds it aloft. Yes, at last! Profian turns to the man standing at the back of the room. He's, a he's as tall as the wizard, but completely bald, and his lips are a pale blue. He's wearing full plate armor and a heavy red cape of the Crimson Brigade, the city's protectors and enforcers of the mage's will. Come, Damodar. The two stalk to the rear of the chamber where a massive door barred by intricate systems of chains and pulleys rests. Profian motions to the black robed figures manning the mechanisms holding the door shut. Release him. Startled to activity, the black-robed figures begin churning wheels and pulling chains. The door slowly opens to reveal a massive gold-skinned dragon pacing rel its relatively small prison. It turns and roars, stomping out into the chamber, sending the robed figures running. 
One man falls and is met with a gout of flame that pours from the dragon's open maw. As the, ma- as the man screams, the dragon turns toward the wizard and his champion, revenge in its eyes. You are mine now! Prophean raises his scepter, and its gem begins to glow. Come to me! A haze enters the dragon's eyes, and it shakes its head. The dragon moves against its own will towards Prophean. Yes, I told you it could be done. You have the power of the immortals, Damodar says. You can control dragons. With a dragon army at my command, I can crush the Empress and control what is rightfully mine. The dragon roars, spreading its wings as it tries to combat the power the scepter has over it. You don't like that, do you? Good. I can use every ounce of your rage. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha, come on. Follow me. Follow me! The dragon begins to shake its head violently and backs away into its own prison. I said follow me! The dragon turns its gaze on the scepter and focuses all its will against it. A burst of light flares from the dragon's eyes and the scepter's gem shatters. With the spell broken, the dragon lowers its head and charges. Damodar draws his sword as Prophean uses his magic to release the mechanism holding the, the prison door shut. As the chains give way, the heavy door slams down onto the neck of the dragon, pinning it to the floor. The dragon cries out in pain before the light in its eyes slowly fades away. Prophean growls and buries his face in his hands. What now, my lord Prophean? We shall have to modify our plans. Summon the High Council of Mages immediately. They're about to learn something of our young empress that may give them pause for thought. It will be done. Both men walk away as the dragon's blood oozes down the steps toward the sewer water. As it makes contact with the water, it bursts into flames and carries along the passage toward the river, setting all of it alight. A crowd of commoners gathers at the bank to watch the river burn. Ridley. Yes, that's me. That's you. You and your best friend Snails are leaning against the railing, looking into the river, which is now on fire. Snails, do you see that? I do, Ridley. What? What is going on? Um, GM. Yes. Does Ridley know anything about dragons? You don't. Not not really. Uh, clearly, that's that scene. You wouldn't know anything about. It. You just see a a, a a lake that's on fire. Right. Um. Can I see where it is coming from? Perception check. Yeah, yeah. Roll me your perception check. You get that perception. Per- get the first perception check of the of the night. Yes. All right. So my perception is. on here i'm sure it is a plus four 
Nine plus four is 13. 13. All right. You see it comes, it's coming from a little bit further down the channel, but it's spreading so fast that you can't quite tell where it's coming from. Okay. Um, you know what, snails? Let's investigate this. There might be something really cool. We might can make a good, you know, good little fortune out of this. Really, I don't know. This seems like some some mages stuff. If if you if you get what I'm saying, we we don't want to we don't want to mess with the mages stuff. Weirdly, yeah. Well, snails. First of all, fuck the mages. Second of all, mages have good stuff, right? I mean, yeah, they've got When's good stuff. When's the last time you ate snails? When's the last time you ate? It's been, it's been a day. It's been a day, Ridley. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, let's go. Come on, we'll be real sneaky. I tell you what, Ridley. I tell you what. Okay. Okay. With all this fire going on, I bet all the uh, the guards in the town are going to be real <gasps> distracted. You know what? That is such a good idea. Now, listen, Snails. Uh-huh. You and I, uh, we've been palling around for a while now, right? We're BFFs. Of course, right. BFFs for life. And uh, we both really hate these mages. I mean, for sure. So, I've been thinking about kind of a big score. Oh, yeah? And Tell me yeah, about it. I haven't really, so Tell I haven't really told you about it, but... You keep it secrets from me, Ridley? No, I'm not keeping secrets from you. I just thought about it, okay? I just thought about it. Give it to me. Hit me. Hit me with it. Okay. So, I think you and I Mm -hmm. should break into the magic school. The magic school? Yeah. Yeah. Ridley. That's where they keep all the good shit. Ridley, where's your head at? The magic school? My head. Look, listen to me. Listen to me, snails. Who are all of the people at the magic school? Mages. And what are they doing right now? They're probably investigating the fire. Yes, Hanny, that's why we gotta go to the magic school. Let's go. Ridley, this is crazy. I don't know. All right, have I ever steered you wrong, snails? Yes, constantly. Well, this is my opportunity to, you know, make things better. Redeem myself. If you think it's it all right. Like a good idea. Yes. Yes, let's go. All right. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Okay. Let's bust up in this bitch. We break away to the court of the High Council of Mages. Many wizards are seated along their edges of a brightly lit chamber. In the center of the room stands Profian, resplendent in his gold and ivory robes. With him is another wizard of the High Council, adorned in blue and green robes. Why would the Empress want to disband this council? It's a concept I find difficult to believe. Asmath, your loyalty is commendable. But we have all watched the Empress growing up, and we have all heard her views on what she considers to be the injustices of the land. But she is just a young woman. Young people speak from the heart, not the mind. In time, with our counsel, she will come to understand why things cannot be changed. Maybe so, 
But is that a risk you are willing to take? Our revolutionary ideas have already taken root among the people. In time, her influence will grow. As the months go by, she will learn to master the powers of her scepter. When she does, I have no doubt, she will use it to enforce her changes of us. And what do you propose, Profi? I humbly ask that we vote to remove the scepter from the Empress's control so that the government Ismail will remain secure. Remove the scepter which lolls above our heads and destroy the threat of revolution forever. And if she does not agree? Then her true intentions will become clear. And then we will be forced to do whatever we must to protect the strength and unity of Esme. What say you? The chamber erupts into cheers and cries of dissent as Profian turns and smirks. We leave the courtroom to find two figures speaking quietly together in the royal throne room. One is an older wizard in plain purple robes. The other is a woman in an ornate black gown. She's holding a golden scepter with a large red gem. How could he get the council to turn against me? He plays on the fears of others, their fears of change. I know, Vilden, but the changes I propose are for the good of the people. All people deserve to be free and equal, whether commoner or mage. I know this within the depths of my soul. And if necessary, I would die to make that the way Esverage run. What can I do to stop Profian? You must outsmart him. I've been searching for an ancient artifact called the Rod of Savril. It holds the same power as your scepter, with one key difference. It controls red dragons. If you could obtain it, you could relinquish your scepter to the council and still have protection against the Dark Lord Profian. As Vilden and Emper the Empress walk out of the throne room, the camera pulls back, revealing an imp who's been spying on them. It winks out of existence, laughing to itself. The imp rematerializes into a dark chantry, filled with a dark altar made of bones. There the imp relays the conversation to Profian and Damodar. I must have that rod of Sabril. With one wave of it, I will topple her and bring down that useless council of idiots with her. What is your wish, my lord? Pay a visit to the magic school and see our friend Vilden. Persuade him to give you the scroll of which he speaks and bring it here to me. Damodar nods and turns to go. And Damodar, make sure that he's no longer around to give our young empress any more good advice. <laughs> Thank you.
go now to a high tower as Ridley and Snails crawl in through the window and down a rope into the magic school. All right. We're so good at this. All right, Ridley, you've just descended the rope and are now on the ground. Is Snails still coming down? Snails is uh, shimmering down the rope. Uh, but he seems to be having some Excuse trouble. Excuse me, do you mean shimmying? <laughs> no, he's shimmering, actually. Uh, all right. Okay. Nice. He, glist- he glistens. Um, I would like to assist him. He's a little high up. Uh, Maybe I'll just hold the rope taut. It's actually not even touching the ground. Maybe it's, I'll just stand seems, here and wait stand. until he falls, and then I'll ca- catch him. He'll be real cute. Ridley, I thought you said this was going to be easy. It is easy, snails. Come on. What's going on with you, buddy? I thought you were so much better at climbing down ropes. That is the same thing you said when we tried to rob that little halfling's house. And who did he catch? Me. And who did he beat from the waist down? Me. I'm not going to go through that again. again. Well, I'm not going to let it happen again, okay? I'm here for you, buddy. You swear? Yes. I'll stab him. You going to catch me? I'm going to catch you. I'm right here. All right. Here I come. (laughs) And Snails drops. I catch him. Uh, I would like to try quick, to catch him. Uh, Ridley, give yes. me a will save. Oh, my God. So it doesn't go down to will, so you got to tell me what that is. Oh, wisdom. I'm sorry. Wisdom. I'm still stuck in old school D&D. <laughs> I got a six. A six. So you hear something behind you, and you turn around, and Snails drops to the floor. With a large crash. Oh my god, Snails, I'm so sorry. I tried so hard, buddy. Ridley, I, you said you were gonna. <sighs> forget Look, it. There was a sound. Forget it. Wait, 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 gotta be quiet. Oh, sh- gotta be quiet. There's a sound. As you turn around and look into the chamber, you see just so many things. There are, there are bottles and boxes and just small trinkets there are there are cages with little animals in them there's a large statue well not even a statue it's a it's a skeleton of a dragon the chamber seems to go on almost endlessly you can't even see the end of it hence the endlessly oh um ridley where do we start well, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, this end, and then, yeah, let's start looking at stuff. All right. Oh, you know what? Actually, you know what? I just what? thought of this. Tell me. Give it to me. I, I bet. I bet they keep the good shit in the back. I mean, everybody keeps the good shit in the back, really. That's where my best parts are, for sure. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. We're gonna sneak. Can I sneak? Sneak. Yeah. Roll. Roll me a stealth check. I'll even roll one for uh, for old snails. Thank you. So my stealth is a plus five. Dang. Damn, son. It's like you're a rogue or something. I know. All right, plus five. Here we go. 18 plus five. Dang. That is is exactly what I rolled. Dang, look at us being stealthy. It's like y'all are stealth bros. I know, we're stealth bros. Stealth bros. Stealth bros.
We break away to a number chamber up in a high vaulted ceiling painted with beautiful mosaics of mages across the ages receiving higher learning from the gods. Mervyn of Pretenza is helping his master and mentor, Vilden, search for a book on dragons. Mervyn is currently up on a ladder looking at books. I told you, Mervyn, the Empress must not use her scepter of dragon control or Profian will paint her as a tyrant to the council. Profian must be made to expose himself to them. Now, damn it, I know it's here. Where is it? Well, I, I'm i in the D's right now. Um, but, but you know, I don't suppose it would just be called dragons now, would it? I don't suppose that would be the, be the best case scenario. That's where I think it would be. Then why is it here under alchemy? Oh, you found Bill it? Bill pulls a... Yes, I found it. Come, quick, come to the table. We have to decode the scroll. I, uh, I, I quickly go down the, the ladder to the, to the table and join him. Vilden and Mervyn go to the table where a large scroll is laid out and sprawled open. It seems to be locked with some kind of ancient magic. There are red markings all over it. They've been trying to decode and open this scroll for what seems like days. Vilden, reading the book he's just taken off the shelf, begins to chant and sprinkles a bit of magic dust over the scroll. That seems to fizzle and puffs into a large cloud of disappointment and failure. Damn it all, I've never seen a scroll so hard to decode. It must be protected by very ancient magic. Yeah, this one's, uh, this one's a corker. Yep. Mervyn, quit mouthing off and go get me some of that magical wing on the back wall. This is our break, where we break it down. Break it down. And speaking of break it down, uh, <laughs> thank you to Miu. It is pronounced. Y'all. It is pronounced Miu. He says it on his website. Miu. Like 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 me and you. Miu. Thank Miu. you to Miu for letting us use his music. It is a pseudonym for Nicholas Gasparini. Oh, thank you to Miu, a.k.a. Nicholas Gasparini. And that's, that's spelled... Y-U-U. Thank you, Alex. Um, yeah, he's great. And his website is thedarkpiano.com. So thank you again, Miu, for letting us use your music. You can find him anywhere, though. Like SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify. I'm sorry. If you've been listening to this episode, I'm as... 
deep into the rosé as I was in the episode because I we recorded this right after. So, but he's very ben prolific. Is why girl wasted on rosé? Heyo. Next, we should talk about Kim, who was on this episode and the last episode and the episodes after this for this whole series. And her own podcast. <laughs> Cow goodness. Yeah, Kim. Hey, Kim. Hello. Kim, will how you talk about you? your podcast a little bit and just yourself? <laughs> uh, I can try. Like, like yeah, most I know, people, it's I, I'm not good at talking about myself, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it my best go. Um, we'll start with the podcast. That's, that's easy. Um, so I play Flossie on the Chaotic Goodness podcast, and um, it is a space opera and also a comedy and uh, also an actual play. We use um, the What's Old is New system. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super awesome, and I love listening to it. Thank you. And I can't wait for them to come back. And rock my earbuds. We're we're giving it our best effort. We're in the middle of editing episode one hundred. I know. I've, I've I've in your Discord, and it sounds like that one's going to be a bit of a hefty feat. Long. It is long. <laughs> I'll admit to not listening to quite as much as Alex does, but I have heard like a lot of these puppet saga. Oh my! Apparently, apparently, there's a a planet full of puppets called Spuppets, and they yes. have puppet like muppet like weapons that yes. are deadly yeah like velcro balls it's it's one of my favorite episodes yeah. oh it's so funny because it's a space puppet of course yeah everything in space has sp in front of it except for like spam <laughs> because i mean you know it's already there uh, also hasn't alex's suggestion like driven the course of an entire episode and perhaps arc uh, multiple times yes Okay. Probably not an arc, but there was definitely at least one or two episodes that my suggestions were. It's cool because they have they have a Patreon and uh, their patrons can make suggestions while they're playing mm-hmm. uh, in nice. their Discord channel, and sometimes it'll be a good enough idea it'll end up in the podcast. It's That's really really awesome. cool. That's such a good incentive for a Patreon. It's we have really a Patreon fun. too. Yeah, but we don't have cool. We do. We don't have. We don't have cool shit like that. We have some <laughs> cool shit, but it's not as cool as that. Even I have to admit that. We yeah. we need to step up our you're, game. You're still cool, so. Aww, you know. Well, thank one, you. one thing we Kim will do cool, so with our Patreon <laughs> is, uh, if we get to 25 patrons, which we keep crawling towards that goal every time we talk about this, um, if we get 25 patrons, um, we'll do a Star Wars. Star Wars. Give me that Star Wars. Because there is at least one not great Star Wars movie. Which one is it? We don't know. You probably mm-hmm. do. None of them. Yeah, we do. Wait, actually, maybe we're all <laughs> <laughs> we've, Yeah. We've, we've heard plenty on our social media on which ones are the best we Star have. Wars movies. Yeah, so if you if you become a patron, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be a little bit closer to doing a Star Wars. And then you can even be like, this Star Wars is the worst Star Wars. And we'll be like, all right, cool. <laughs> we'll make the worst Star Wars movie. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll take the worst, make it even worse. Let's thank some people for talking about the show on the various social networking sites as we've uh, just talked about. Alex, talk about the our first, first one. Yeah, because you know. I was about to. I'm sorry. Dude. The first one I would like to shout out is the D&D show, specifically Luke from the D&D show, who's been just blasting 
uh, our stuff all over their uh, Twitter page and everywhere else. They've joined the Discord. They chat in there all the time. They're a super cool dude. It's a really funny show. I've been listening to it. Um, it's super great. Luke is so nice. Thank you to Mother Flippin' DK, who also goes by Dad and Wants to Be the DM on Twitter. He comes to us <laughs> through the D&D show. I think it was an accident, but it, it was a happy accident. Yeah. It was a happy accident. He, he, he meant to join uh, the D&D show's Discord, and Luke accidentally sent them the link to our Discord. <laughs> Which is a great blunder, showing up to a party you didn't even know you were invited to. And now they're a uh, listener for life, so uh, everyone else who has our Discord, send your links, to, yeah. <laughs> send our link to everyone, all your friends. I think yeah, it's a good not? sign that people who accidentally listen to us like us, like, that's a good sign, right? Uh, next up, we have Cody Thompson, who is, I actually know this person in real life. Fun fact. I don't believe it. I, I <laughs> you, do, though. You're so quick with that, I don't know how to Alex. prove that. <laughs> Alex is quick-witted. That's his thing. He really um, is. Yeah, about that. He, like, um, like John Stewart level quick-witted, I think. Ah, uh, that's that's way too much praise for me. So quick-witted. But yeah, thanks, Cody Thompson. He's a, he's a newer listener. He's just been binging us, and he finally um, tweeted at us, right? So thank you for listening. He's Cody. actually been tweeting a lot. We just haven't... Um, our last couple episodes are Writer's Room and our rehash. We don't do this in that, so this is a lot of catching up. So thank you, Cody, for talking about us the last two months yeah, or whatever. Yeah, thank you, Cody. We appreciate it. Um, then we have uh, yeah Fallout. Oh, you go ahead. Yeah, can I do this one? Yeah, Fallout Survivors of the North. They're cool. They're just a. Uh, they are what they sound like. They are a, a Fallout podcast, like the video game. They're set in that world. Um, and also Sketchmazoid, the artist of Grapple Seed, who's my best friend. His name is Eddie Jensen in real life. I would like to throw out a personal thank you to Charlie and Haley for guest starring in this current series as Profian. And the Empress. Uh, Charlie was in our um, our Mario series, and Haley was in our Twilight series. And uh, Jensi and I had no idea that like Alex made these like pre-recorded clips and played them for us for the for the series or for the for the episode. It was exciting. It was so great. It made me happy. Next up. Uh, we want to thank our um, Patreons, our patrons, our Patreon patrons. Um, again, if you are a um, what is it, like third, level? fourth level, fourth an level. executive producer, fourth level. If you are an executive producer on Patreon, which means that you give us a mere and humble ten dollars a month because you let's, love us so let's much. Let's not say it's it's you mere and, and humble. That's that's a good amount of, of money to give us. It, I mean, these it people is. are heroes that give it us honestly, this stuff. Yeah, that's actually are. like you're right. They actually <laughs> are. It's, it's really. a lot. That like that's a it really is. That's like, that's like a substantial amount of money, and we super duper duper appreciate it. Um, but yes, if you become a fourth level patron or an executive producer, uh, you can have us say whatever you want to say on the air. Um, so I'm going to start us off first with our number one fan and my very best friend in the world, Franz. Uh, Franz says, 
Why is it that every time the timer on the dryer says 23 minutes, I set a timer on my phone for 20 minutes, but then come back to six minutes left? Sometimes I even set it for 23 minutes and I still come back to five minutes. Laundromat is the realm of the Fae, apparently, and they've designed it to torment me. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that, friends. That's a bunch of bullshit. Ben, why don't you read Rob Vincent's next? Okay. Uh, Rob Vincent uh, says, um, Rob and Gila. Rob, okay, Rob and Gila. Right? Am I reading that right? Rob and friends with Sheila. Or yes. Rob and Gila are a married couple of lifelong film nerds with very distinct tastes. Listen in as they introduce each other to their favorites, for better or for worse, on Modern Technology Watches, a podcast which lives at modern.technology. I would like everyone to join me wherever you are and wishing Jared, one of our new patrons, a happy birthday. His birthday's coming up, and I would like to lead us all in a, a round of, of, of the happy birthday song. Yeah, right. let's do it's on, it. It's on the 30th. It's on the 30th. It's on the, the 30th. So on the 30th, Jared will be a non-disclosed age. But I hear... Anyway, I hear he's, sure. he's older than me. No. Oh. Anyways, a one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jared. Happy birthday to you. You don't have to pay for that anymore. And if you didn't sing along at home or in the car or at work, you don't love Jared like we do. We love him. Um, please, 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 please tell your friends about us. We love that. Maybe they'll like us. It'll be yeah. cool. And maybe they'll just accidentally come into our Discord and be best friends with all of us. It's we'll happened more friends. than once. It, it has. It has. <laughs> so it can keep happening. It's fine. And then we'll all be friends and we'll solve world peace and probably we'll, we'll solve crime. Probably. Well, do tr- Probably do drugs. Hungry. Well, I guess if that's what you're into, I am enjoying this rosé, which I guess is not drugs, but I see why people do it now. Alcohol is... It, it counts. I it it does. It counts. It's it's a legal drug. Probably. Or something. I don't actually know if it's classified as that. Anyway, please tell your friends and drink wine with us, Ben says. Yeah. Our, ne- <laughs> our next episode is... What is today? In the future. No, 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 no. Not today, today. What's the day in the future? It's the 19th, right? It's the 19th. So the next episode is on September 2nd. Yes. Um, so keep those ear holes peeled. And if your you eye holes. A, if you have a peeling iron. If you have a peeling iron. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it without the proper tools. That would be disastrous. But anyway, um, thank you for listening. Please enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, bye. 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 Bye, kisses.
So, Ridley, give me an investigation check to see what all you can find. Okay, investigation. Looks like my investigation has a plus one, not bad. So we got a 11. 11, that's not too bad. You find a few uh, what look like expensive books with some gold uh, gilding on them. Some filigree, if you will. Ooh. Uh, snails. Come on, let's uh, let's put these in our bags. Snails, snails, Ooh. snails didn't roll too good. Oh my! Snails uh, actually comes across uh, a few cages, some creatures, and he gets startles and shrieks. <gasps> snails, we're supposed to be quiet. Shh, I'm sorry, Ridley. It's yeah, these nasty things. They're all over the place. I think you got some of these all over your house too. That's not nice. They're not nasty. <laughs> we should actually save some of them. What what do we got here, GM? Well, they look to be stuffed hamsters. Are they alive? They are alive. Well, let's free them. We start. I want to start trying to open cages. Yeah, yeah. See, you'll roll me a uh, uh, a thieves tool. Should be at the bottom of your skills. See if you can unlock the lock. You got it, boss. Uh, 13? A 13 is good enough to open up this this really rudimentary lock, and the, the stuffed hamsters just rock it out, and they, they run for the corner. For the corner? The corner of the room. They, they kind of disappear from sight. Oh, okay. Nice. As you're pacing around, Snails picks up a very fancy magic box. Ridley, uh, give me a um, give me an Arcana check. I have a negative one. In that. Yeah, you got a negative one. It's not too great. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. You notice what this is immediately, Jensen. All right, Ridley. Oh. It is a box of illusion. And you know that the button that activates it is the one that Snails is about to push. Oh, hold on, Snails. Hold on. An illusion's about to happen, so just be aware of that. Snails does not hear you in time and pushes the button on top of the box. And with a loud, loud boom, a skeletal dragon erupts from the top of it. It is screaming and roaring and flapping its bone wings. And Snails is going to make a will save. And gets two. Should not use oh, that dice no. anymore. Oh, Drops no. the box that one. and screams and runs in the opposite direction. Lord have mercy. I'm going to try and die for the box and push the button again. All right. You die for the box. And you push the button relatively easy. And the skeleton disappears. Okay, I'm going to shove that into my bag and then run after Snails and make sure he's okay. (laughs) You catch Snails at the opposite end of the room, and he is huffing and a-puffing. It's like, Ridley, I didn't... That was so scary, Ridley. It was a dragon, and it was was so big, and oh my god. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. It's one of those illusion things. You know, mages, they're crazy. Yeah. Mages. Wasn't even real. Yes. Ah, mages are the worst. 
We cut back to Mervyn and Vildan in the middle of decoding their scroll when they hear a loud noise come from down the hall. What? What? Blazes? It must have been one of the lab creatures has gotten loose. Go, go check yeah, it out. Yeah, Mervyn. yeah, stay here. I, I got it. And I, uh, I, I kind of like, I walk briskly down the hallway, um, I don't feel any reason to be sneaky or stealthy. I'm actually trying to sort of hurry so that I can uh, contain the situation. Yeah, you, this is where you work, so this is there's no reason to uh, to not do that. You make it to the door where you've heard the sound from, and you throw it open. And in front of you, maybe about 50 feet or so, are two humanoids. One is a human naturally, and the other is a half-elf. They appear to be dressed in common clothing. Uh, They have large bags with them that seem to be carrying a lot of trinkets. And that's where you see Ridley and Snails. And I pull out my wand and I say, Stop! I've got magic missiles with both of your names on them. Yeah, okay, great. Well, I've got a dagger with rapier with your name on it. You can't threaten me. You're, you're stealing from me. I, you just threatened me first. I, r- thank Ridley, you very I much. Ridley, I, Ridley, I definitely have the yes, moral high right. ground here. What, Snails? Run! Okay, okay, we're gonna run. Hey, hey! See ya! No, 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 no don't do that. Okay, uh, I, I want to do a thing. <laughs> but I don't... Okay. I would, uh... Oh, they're 50 feet away, aren't they? They're about 50 feet away. I wanted to miss C-step and catch up to them, but it only goes 30 feet. I don't think I can do that. I think I... You do have another thing on you that might be helpful. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'd like to use my uh, my lariat bracelet, please. Okay, the lariat of the, bra- the bracelet of the lariat? Bracelet of the lariat, excuse me. That is what it's called. Uh, and let me just read what that does. Uh, I can once per day lasso and tether up to two creatures. Now this seems very convenient. Within sixty feet. <laughs> I'm oh sorry. my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, like I have killed this entire bottle of rosé. So, <laughs> Ben. Okay, so you guys. Uh, so I use this bracelet of the lariat, uh, and I'm going to. Um, can I describe how this goes? Uh, or do you need to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just sort of like, it's just sort of this like gold bracelet that is, it it, it, it kind of is like, looks like a, it kind of looks like the Ouroboros kind of on my wrist. Um, and I sort of flick my wrist and this, it the bracelet kind of like comes to life and it like enlarges and it, sort of shoots to both of you and both of you guys have to make or both of you folks have to make uh, a DC 15 strength check you have to succeed well, in that no that's actually that's actually to break out of it if they are lassoed uh, I didn't write this part in uh, Jensi and Snails make me a dexterity saving throw you got it oh why why Dexterity, you say? <laughs> That's the thing you're probably good at. I mean, yeah, but I rolled a three, so I got a six. Yeah, uh, snails did not roll high either. Dag so, nabbit. what happens is 
um, Mervin, I forgot your name, Mervin shoots out his hand and the bracelet activates and surrounds you in this Ouroboros dragon light situation. And you become tethered to him like a big lasso. Yo, uh... Nice. Oh, oh, I've never... I Listen, you two, I have never done this that well. You are... You know, the gods and karma, or whatever you want to call it, is not on your side tonight. Uh, and I'm going to try yes, to... Yes, they like, are, old gross man. You just don't know it yet. I'm like 34, by the way. I'm not old. Okay. <laughs> Samson, you're so old. <laughs> anyway, I'm walking towards them. Uh, I, and, like, the the tether is sort of shortening the slack as I do it, but it's uh, it's keeping them tethered. It's it stays taunt between you and the uh, yeah yeah, your 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 captives. Keep struggling, snails. We'll get out eventually. We'll get out eventually. <laughs> Suddenly, Mervin, give me a perception check. Perception check. I'm not going to complain about it because this is your dance. Damn straight. Ben hates perception checks. By the way, it's not he that does, I. It's always. not that I hate them. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> he dies. Just dear audience, listeners, viewers. He hates them. I got a sixteen. All right, a sixteen is more than good enough to hear the loud crash coming from the lab you were just in. What now? Oh what my did god, you t- old man! What did you leave in there? What did you two do? What did you two do? Obviously, we're tied up by you. We didn't do anything. All right. I try to, like, I, I, I make my way over there, and I'm kind of trying to, like, drag them with me. <laughs> oh, they they, dra- they they come with you. They, they can't uh, resist. Keep struggling, snails. I'm struggling, really. I'm struggling. <laughs> this would all go a lot easier if you'd you. stop struggling. I don't hear and you if struggling. you drop your loot. <laughs> I, do, I do make my way towards that lab. I suppose they could try their strength check. I don't know. They will here in just a second. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to call that shot for you. It's all right. Um, so I do I do drag them huffing and puffing towards this laboratory. Oh, it's you don't have to huff and puff. It's very easy. They will be led wherever you lead them. Oh, okay, great. Maybe I just huff and puff all the time. Maybe I'm just like really out of shape. Maybe you're just know. out of shape and an old man. As you round the corner into the lab, you find your master, Vilden. On his knees, surrounded by city guards. Captain Damodar is there holding Vilden by the throat. Damodar speaks to Vilden. If you don't tell me which scroll it is, I will have to kill you painfully. Never! You will never hear it! You'll never get the scroll! What what is the meaning of this? This is Master Bilden you you have accosted. And take your hands off of him immediately. I have the real thieves right here. I've 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 gone I've gone way too thick into my accent. <laughs> you may have. You yeah, may have. You keep it, the accent keeps shifting, but it's okay. It's working. I'm I haven't I haven't found it yet. I didn't do enough shower practicing. You'll get it's there okay. one day. As you say this. Vilden looks and sees you, and then he uses a spell to throw the scroll from his table into your arms. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to catch it. 
I think you will. He he's using the spell to put it there in your arm, so you'll you'll catch it. With his other hand, he raises it and blasts the guards all around him to the floor. Everyone except for Damodar, who keeps his fists thoroughly clenched on Vildan's throat. And with those fists, he breaks Vildan's neck. No! No! I take out my wand. Listen, you big dummy, that's our that's our cue to leave. Let's run. Everybody roll me some initiative real quick. Oh. And if you will, of course, remind us what initiative is. <laughs> Jensie, how many times? It's uh it's your dexterity, but uh Ridley, you have a plus six to initiative. Plus six! I rolled a 17, by the way, in for initiative. I rolled a four. Jesus, Ben. Don't don't criticize me for what I'm the sorry. dice did. I'm like, <laughs> That's very judgmental sounding. I'm so- I wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus, Ben, dice. Thank you. I keep forgetting that you're it, a stupid it wizard. It betrayed me, Mervin. too. I didn't, I didn't care. For, I did not care for it. I'm sorry. All right. Merv, if you're nasty. Merv, if you're nasty. All right. So Snails is going to attempt... He gets to go first. Oh, snails. Get it. Snails. He's going to attempt to break out of his bonds and does not do so laughably. Aww. Ridley, I can't can't get free of Ridley. Uh, It's just so tight. It's okay, buddy. I'll help you. Okay, I'm going to try and use my strength roll to break out of my bonds. You should have a plus one. I sure do. Thank you. And I got, oh my God. Oh no. Alex, no. I got a two. Because <laughs> I rolled a one. That's pretty bad. That, are you saying well, you rolled just, a nat just, one? I am telling you that I, yes, I crit failed. Ugh. Oh boy. Oh, here we go. Here it is, the first one. Oh, I love it. I, I need to come it. up with like a special sound effect or like music yes. or something for crit fail. I'll work. I'll work that on needs it. To Just happen. nice little siren or something. All right, Jensen. <laughs> you know what? Yes. Give me a high or low. 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 By six points, it is high. Uh-huh. Ridley, as you struggle to get out of your bonds, you fall to the floor. And as you fall to the floor, Snails comes crashing down on top of you. Snails, no! <laughs> because you're both tethered together. Yes. Okay. Mervin. So now we're both prone? Is that what you're saying? You're both... Well, you're... Yeah, you're both prone. Mervin. Mervin. Mervin, it's not your turn. Mervin was... Brave a moment ago. But Mervin is not a brave boy. No, especially not against the uh, commander of the Crimson Brigade. A brave 40-year-old boy. Give me a perception check, Mervin. Okay. All right. I'm just going to make you roll perception checks the whole game. <laughs> you really are. I, like, I'm going to be cool about this, but like... <laughs> It's literally the last thing. I got an eight. <laughs> you see nothing. It doesn't need to be very high because directly in front yeah, of you, yeah. directly in front of you on an end table 
is your pouch of um, reagents. I believe it is. I might be saying that word wrong. Uh, it's an it's a reagent pouch that has things necessary for spell casting. Next to it, next to it is a wand that Vilden has made special that does a once per day uh, portal from this room to the street outside. So, who is this man that has just killed my master? What do I know? This about man him? is he. Uh, give me. Hmm. Give me a history. Maybe just a a general intelligence. Yeah, you know, give me a history a history check. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm proficient in that. You so are. I got twelve. I'm not rolling great. Twelve. <laughs> well, that's high enough to know that this is Captain Damodar. He is the leader of the Crimson Brigade here in the city. Uh, he is a very high level spell sword. This guy is no one to fuck around with. That's who. I, that's what I wanted to be for this uh, yeah. campaign. But okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me. <laughs> sorry. I, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to really milk the drama of my turn. Mm-hmm. But let me. Like, what do I see and feel when I look into his eyes and this like like it, the time freeze of a second? You know. In his eyes, the light, the heat. In <laughs> his eyes. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Allie. Fuck you. <laughs> you set me I up. I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it. If I could bring Phil Collins in on this shit, how dare you? Um, how dare you? That, never mind. That's not, that's not, that's not no. Phil Collins, by the way. It's not. <laughs> Who is it? It's Peter Gabriel. Yeah, it's Peter it, Gabriel. It's Peter Gabriel. The other, Damn it. The other Genesis Look, guy. Come I, on. I got Genesis. I was close. What? <laughs> oh. Uh, anyways. No, when you look into Damodar's eyes, you see just ice cold. Like, this person will murder you. Like, okay, he just like- murdered your master. Okay, well, I'm very afraid. Uh, and I'm going to cast Mage Hand to try to grab the stuff off of this table. Um... That's a cantrip, so um, I don't know what I need to roll for this. Uh, you don't. It's it's yeah. it just kind of happens. Uh, you it's all under yeah. ten pounds. Which up to ten pounds. Yeah. Up to ten pounds. Yeah, I think it's it's all like feathers and dust and shit, right? So. Pretty much, yeah. And it, like it's a wand. Mm. So I'd like to do that and like yoink it to myself real quick. You have done so. Uh, and then I'm gonna move, and I have forgotten about the other two completely uh which means i do not untether them but um i run i run as much as my speed will take me which i think is 30 feet yes which direction are you running are you running out of the room i'm running out of this building if i can Uh, but yeah i guess the room first (laughs) uh so you run out of the room you hear from behind you, Damodar scream at his men. Get up, you fools! After them! Can't you see? They've just killed Master Vilden! No, 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 no. And it's now Snails' turn. He's gonna try. He's being dragged on his face Aww. across the floor. As, as, as well as you, Ridley. Snails oh, is, is gonna try face. to break out of his bonds. 
my beautiful face. <laughs> Does not do so. Ridley, it's now your turn. Okay. Oh, yeah. This time I rolled a 20. I didn't add 20. I rolled a 19 plus 1 is 20. I need to, I need to watch a lot more Queer Eye to see if Jonathan Van Ness ever, ever goes, Oh, yeah! <laughs> no, sorry. That was a Gen Z thing. What I meant was, Yas, Henny! <laughs> so, this rosé, this rosé is good? <laughs> All right, Ridley, you break out of your bonds and now are laying prone down the hallway as Snails is being dragged along after this weird mage. No, Snails! Can I run, too? Yeah, you can run after him. All right, I'm running also. Mervin. Yes. That's you, bud. I <laughs> know. Yes. It's your turn. <laughs> what? Oh, it's my turn. I thought you were going to give me some like DM information. Sorry. Some dim nope. information. Um, I, I'm still running. I'm still running. Might I make running a suggestion? Yeah, yeah, sure. You now oh, have in your possession a wand that will take you to the oh, street directly. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm going to use that. Um, again, forgetting that I have these two in tow. Um, uh, I would like to use that wand. All right. You use the wand. Uh, it opens a portal door in front of you that leads directly to the streets of uh, whatever this fucking country is called. Shit. <laughs> you, should, you should probably say Esmir? it. I should say it, it, right? Esmir? It's uh, yeah. Sumdal. Oh, no. It leads you okay. to the streets of Sumdal. Really? Sumdal's the name of the city. Izmir's the, the name of the country. Uh-huh. <coughs> hey, I have a question. Yes. Uh, did did the did these two thieves keep a hand on their loot? Oh, yeah, they've got it. Okay. Uh, so we go through this portal. Um, I don't know if I need... Can, do I use the wand to close the portal? It doesn't seem like it closes it. It just holds it. It puts it there for a duration, which I will okay. uh, roll right now. I was going to, like, snap the wand if it would close it. It doesn't seem to work that way, but you can okay. make it through, okay. and you are now onto the street. Snails is gliding behind you. Okay, I... Gliding? Well, he's, he's, he's sliding. Okay. I suddenly remember you. both of these guys, uh, both, of these, both of these folk, both of these folk, folk uh, um, caught up in my, in my thing. And I say, and like in a panicked voice, I say, I will let you go and I'll let you keep everything in your pack if you take me to one of your thievey hidey holes or whatever you, wherever you go. You turn to Snails and Snails is like, no problem, bud. I'll take you wherever you want. Just let me go. Let me get out of here. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to take us, I'm going to take us out of uh, round time. You make it through Ridley. Perfect. Yeah, man, we just saw those really terrible people kill your master. And that was really effed up. We hate those guys too, by the way. I, I don't know why they would do that. They're they're the gods of the city. They no, keep the man. peace. They keep it. No, that's not what they do. It's the proletariat. We do not have time to discuss this right now. Point me the direction we're going to go, and when we get where we're going, I'll let you go. 
I'm not pointing you anywhere, but you can follow me because you don't have me tethered anymore. Let's go this way. I, I, I disengage the, the tether then. You disengage the tether right as you hear a growl from the portal as you look into Damodar's steely blue eyes. You, uh... He is coming through the portal now. Run, run, run! You all take off. Uh, Ridley, you know a particular place you can go down this one alley near here. You all run through the night down this alley and smack dab. Uh, well, Mervin, give me a perception check. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done four rolls this, this session. <laughs> Three of them have been perception check. <laughs> Uh, I got a oh an, an at twenty. So oh, you got an at twenty. Good. So, I'm so glad I got an at twenty on a perception check. Nat twenty. Woo. <laughs> All right, roll Woo. double damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, you roll that twenty, which is perfectly enough as you round this corner into the alley to keep you from running square into the sturdy being of a dwarf that's standing directly at the end of this at the mouth of this alley. Um. Sir? Sir? Can you move, please? Sir? The dwarf turns, turns, and it is Kim's character. <coughs> it's oh, oh, a lady I'm so dwarf. Sorry. I'm so <laughs> Excuse sorry. Excuse me, that's a lady. How rude. I'm sorry. I should not have assumed that you were a man just because you were a dwarf. And uh, Do you have a beard? I have a little bit of a sideburn. I never was I'm able sorry. to grow you a have, full beard. I, I'm so sorry, I should not have assumed, but ma'am, please move, we are, uh, you should move as well, you should run this direction that we are moving, because there are some dangerous things happening behind us, please, please. Point me in the direction of danger, what's back there? Listen, honey, it's the whole police force. All of them? Okay. Yeah, all Let's of run. them. Okay. okay. Good idea. You run down the alley. <laughs> yes, yes, we are all running. You run down the alley, which terminates in a dead end with a large locked door that says, No dwarves allowed. <laughs> what? What is this? Hey, don't worry about it, babe. I got you. What is this nonsense? It is. It's awful. Some people are bad. Some people don't like dwarves. Yeah, well, some people are awful. <laughs> I, I I must agree that that, that is unconscionable. Right. Let's break it down. Hey, wizard man, you're all right. Right? Break it down? Come on. Yeah. Well, I I don't I don't I don't I don't know if I don't know if vandalism. I'm not I'm not sure vandal vandalism is. The uh, the voices are speaking to me. Hold on, guys. Ridley, yes. you know there is a sewer grate next to this this in the corner of this uh this alley. That will leave you, lead you uh, uh-huh. down into the sewers where you might be able to get away. You know what, guys? As much as I love fighting for social justice and taking <laughs> down the ruling class, uh, if we just go down the sewer grade, then uh, we'll be we'll be golden. So let's do that. Sewers. But I feel like we can f- we can fix the system as it, it. Well, we won't worry about that for now. Yeah, I don't think now's the time. <laughs> Who's going in first? I will. All right. I'll help you down. 
Aw, thank you. I love you already. Oh. Did we just become friends? Oh, yes. this is a good day. What's your name, by the way? Oh, I'm Ridley. Hello, hello, I'm Elwyn. Lovely to meet I, you. I went to like, I went to like, I went to like butt in and be like, hello, I'm, I'm Mervin. You can call me Merv. Merv. Oh, like. yeah. Yes. Hey, Lovely. Merv. Uh, so, uh, sewer. Hey, 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 y'all. It's, it's wonderful to meet all your uh, acquaintances. Let's get in the sewer, please. Yeah, sewer. Yes. Oh, the sewer. Is there not another way we can go? I get feel like sewer, there's Mervin. other options. I hit your feet. Gross a little bit. Also, this feels a little derivative of another movie, but I'm, I suppose I'll let that I go. I just, I lift the, the grate on the assuming there is one on the sewer and um give me oh girl you are so thank strong. you give me a strength check see if you can right. do it i will never mind <laughs> let's see i'm gonna watch so much queer eye tonight oh my gosh it's so good it's the best show i watched the old one i watched the old one i've actually not watched the new one i liked i like oh you should it's beautiful. i liked uh tim the guy that went on to uh or is it Ted? The one on the Food Network. That guy. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Uh, it makes me cry. Can I use athletics? Yeah, you can use Alrighty. athletics. In that case, I have a 16 to lift that grate ah, with my big you, you lift it arms. With your big dwarven muscles. Right. Oh my god, your muscles They're are so big. Rippling in the, the, the moonlight. Yes. It's <laughs> dark outside. I do that, I do that bicep flex thing. Yeah. You do the bicep yeah, flex, and it, on your bicep is a hammer. Awesome. And it just, it like squeezes and lightning bolts come out of it. Well, I, I decided, that's that's amazing, <laughs> because I decided. Is that a magic tattoo? That's wonderful. That Elwyn's clan name is Stormhammer, so she has that, that's her clan tattoo. It's, yeah, mm. it's beautiful, isn't it? Very cool. This got like way better when Kim got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry it took so long to get her there. Let's get in the sewer. <laughs> you said you were going first. Sewer. Let's go. Yeah, I scurry all right. down. You all know that this is... I, I, I am scurrying because I fear for my life more than I fear poop. <laughs> but I'm like, you do know this is where the poop is, right? That, that You know, you all know what sewers are, right? You, Correct? Showers are You look like a maid. Snails. Are, are you a maid? Snails. Snails shoves you in. Good. As our heroes disappear into the sewers, around the corner comes Damodar and his Crimson Brigade. Post brigades at every sewer entrance and exit. I want them found now.